It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? It is Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, Matt Jones, and Cleveland's finest, Aaron Goldhammer, the Drew Carey of Cleveland Sports Radio. You can give us a shout, 888-SAY-ESPN. There's a lot to go into. We were talking, uh, it's it's NFL games coming up. We've got games on Christmas this year. Of course, the NBA's big day is usually Christmas Day, but it is also a huge day in college football. It is signing day. Probably the biggest story is Arch Manning signing with Texas. Are you excited, Aaron, to see the new, the latest Manning in the never-ending sort of uh, chain of Mannings going to Texas? Am I excited? I'm more than excited. And really? I think that's going to be must-see TV. And also, I know it's a different sport, but Bronny James, whenever he goes to college, wherever he goes to college, how his recruitment goes. See, that's going to be tough, though, because I I don't think he's going to be as good as people think. Well, do you think Arch Manning? Because people Yes, I do. I, I see the world is crazy enough that 2027 mock drafts exist and people have Arch Manning as a lock stop but, number one pick in the draft. But here's the thing. Sure. Arch Manning is the best quarterback in the country and his last name happens to be Manning. So it's a big deal. Bronny is not the best basketball player in America. I would argue he's like 80th to 100th if his last name's not James. So that's going to be a different thing. That's a lot of pressure on that kid, and that's a different conversation. But when LeBron talks about, I'm going to play till I can play with Bronny and all that, I think that's not fair to that kid. That kid is not – I mean, everybody's going to assume he's a one-and-done. Aaron, he's not a one-and-done player. I've been around a lot of one-and-dones. He's not on that level. Now, could he make the NBA? Maybe, but he's going to have to play two, three years, and I don't think people are ready for that. It's going to be hard on that kid. I really believe that. Well, and I wonder, too, if I was him, I would want to earn everything. And I think this falls in with Arch Manning also. You know, you don't just want to be the number one pick because your last name is Manning. You do feel a lot more pressure. Like, I I have known who Arch Manning was already, Matt, for two years. Why is it the biggest story today? We all knew he was going to Texas. It's the biggest story because his last name is Manning. I agree with that, but he'll have time because people don't expect college football players to go to the pros after one year. I just think it's going to be really, really hard for, for Bronny, but that's a different conversation for another day. The, I, to me, the overarching story about signing day is the effect of NIL and how much that's changed everything because it is certainly the case that NIL is now, if not the predominant, one of the predominant reasons kids go to schools. And like today, Oregon flipped four guys from major Division I programs, LSU, Auburn, Notre Dame, flipped them to Oregon. You've got to think that's NIL deals with Phil Knight there at Oregon. So the question is, where does this all go? I think we're in the Wild West right now. But I don't think it's going to be like that forever. But while we're in the Wild West, we're getting a lot of coaches whining. University of Pittsburgh head football coach Pat Pat Narduzzi, 
he ripped the state of the NCAA transfer portal. And he said on 93.7 The Fan that North Carolina quarterback Drake May was offered $5 million by two schools to transfer. And his quote was, it's a sad, sad deal. Now, I have a problem with Mr. Narduzzi's comment. First of all, I'll tell you who it's not a sad deal for, Drake May, because he might have gotten $5 million. So I don't think it's sad for him. But secondly, I really don't think that's Pat Narduzzi's place to say. He's put Drake May on the spot. Now, Drake May's going to be asked one day, and is Drake going to have to lie? Like, what's going to happen there? He also, if you're going to accuse two schools of offering $5 million, hey, Pat, say who it is. Don't just say something like that. I love when coaches complain, but then they don't have the guts to actually accuse the people. Accuse them. If somebody did it and you know it's true, accuse them. I thought this comment by him was pretty late. Look, what is he accusing them of, though? I mean, it's not against the rules. Well, he wasn't in the portal. So, in theory, the fact he's not in the portal, had someone done this, it would be against the rules. Uh, Okay. Well, look – Everybody was speculating that Drake May was going to want to transfer because he had a really good season playing for a school that's pretty under the radar in a pretty meh conference. And he had earned, you know, to some degree, the money more than some of the high school kids had because he had proven already at the college football level that he was an elite level player. So if he decided that transferring was the best thing for him, like, I couldn't fault him for that. That's not. the system that he's in right now to try to and, – and it's not like he's getting the $5 million for nothing or on some empty promise. Like, his name, image, and likeness will be there to help a business. See, that's where I think, Matt, that eventually where this is going, which is you're not going to get money until you've proven it a little bit at the next level, at the college level, that you have a brand. Because yeah, but that's remember, what... a lot of this stuff, Aaron, has nothing to do with brands anymore. I mean, like, the let's say Drake May got offered $5 million by, let's say, Georgia, okay? It's not a restaurant in Georgia that wants Drake May to be their spokesperson. It is a collective that is basically a group of Georgia alumni And they sign an NIL deal with the collective. And what the collective does is says, to earn your $5 million, do some autograph appearances for us. And that's it. Their NIL deal is not, like, when this passed, I think people thought, well, this is just folks getting to do deals for businesses. But that's not how this is developed. What they're doing, and by the way, I'm fine with this. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. But I do think people should understand these NIL deals these guys are, are doing, they are not with, like, Home Depot. They are with the Georgia or Auburn or Kentucky collective. The deal is with the collective, and the quote-unquote work they do is for the collective. So it's not like there have been people who said, well, this will end because these companies will decide it's not worth the money. These are not companies. These are donors just giving money so their team will be good. Well, the, and first of all, in football, this is how it's manifesting itself right now in some cases. See, because, like, I also see Bryce Young in Dr. Pepper commercials. Whatever, it is. And, they, and, there's and, some and of that. Don't get me wrong. There's yeah, some of yeah. that. So, so, and that that's how I pictured this was going to go at first. It's also helping. Like, I have a buddy who's a college tennis player 
that can yes. now do tennis camps You're in right. the summer that normally they couldn't do. So it has all kinds of consequences. And but women's women's athletics. Yes. Women are, the, it is, NIL has been huge for a lot of, of women athletes, female athletes, who've been able to do a lot of the stuff you're talking about. Right, and on, and on their Instagram presence. Like I yes. read an article in the New York Times about – uh, a f- woman gymnast at LSU who's You're talking making, about Livy Dunn, who has yes. made almost a million dollars just from her social media. Yes, exactly. So I think everybody has the right to use their own personality to generate money. Where I think that, you know, that these donors at some schools are so desperate to get their team into national championship games, they're willing to literally buy their way there. In pro athletics, you can't do that. Unless you're the owner of a team, like I'm a big Denver Bronco fan, I can't, I can't try to buy a new offensive line. Like we, I'm just a. Well, fan. you could. I mean, you could in a sport without a salary cap. And what what is happening is college athletics is about to be the, you know, in, in Europe they don't really have salary caps for soccer, right? So t- the the biggest teams can just sign the best the best players. That's what we're about to have in college sports. We're actually about to have, Aaron, a true free market in college sports. Look, good for the athletes that are able to – I don't want to call them student athletes because they're now getting paid like they're pro athletes, and that That's phrase true. is is always been, you know, a, a sort of a half-truth. But good for them because they're part of a billion-dollar industry and they deserve to reap some of the benefits of it. I don't disagree, though, that there needs to be a little bit more regulation on what's going on. And I think eventually as this evolves, there will be. In the meantime, college football has gotten a lot more juice in a way, Matt, because I agree with that. Stories like this and, and today and what happened at Oregon and the transfer portal and college football free agency. We talk about the NBA more during the off season than we do during the actual and season. And now we can talk about these things with players we actually know. Because we right. didn't know these guys coming out of high school. Now right. we can talk about Except it with guys for we've Arch actually Manning, you know, we, who we, Right. Yeah, but exactly. we've actually seen these guys play, and so I think that makes it a little bit uh, easier. But Pat Narduzzi needs to hush. These coaches have been making he makes five million a year and he's swining about Drake May. Hush. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio is brought to you by AT&T 5G. Too much college football is never too much with AT&T 5G. Now, Dan Orlovsky, the highlight of his career is he used to host a show with me. But the second highlight is how much he likes Justin Fields and the Bears. He says they could be contending for a Super Bowl in two years. But is it possible we're sleeping on the best quarterback from that draft class? We'll tell you next here on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. It's time for Canty and Carlin's Pacey NFL segment. I don't know what Pacey NFL segment means, but I think I can figure it out. This is going to be NFL questions done with pace with Aaron Goldhammer and me, Matt Jones. We're going to bring in our producer, Evan. Let's do this with pace, Evan, and what's first? So we've heard all the talk about Justin Fields, but Trevor Lawrence is playing really, really well over the last like month of the season, and the, the Jaguars are in the playoff hunt. So who would you start your franchise with right now, knowing what you have, Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, Matt? I would take Trevor Lawrence, even though Justin Fields is on my team with the Bears, because I think the downside, Aaron, is less for Trevor Lawrence. I don't think he's a bust. I don't think Justin Fields is a bust either. The upside for Justin is top five quarterback, but there's a world where he's not great. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be good no matter what. I'll tell you what, I think you'd be good with either one of these guys. You'd rather have either of them, certainly more than like, let's say, Zach Wilson. But Trevor Lawrence has blown me away in the last four or five weeks. I think he's taken major steps forward. He's finally washed the Urban Meyer off of him. And now that he has, I think, the right coach, the right weapons, the right offense, I think as early as next year, Trevor Lawrence could be MVP candidate level quarterback. So I would take Lawrence. You usually need a steroid to get the Urban Meyer off of you. So I'm glad that he's been able to uh, – an antibiotic or something to get through him. What's, what's next? Yeah, let's go to the other – two other quarterbacks from that draft class. So who is more likely to be their team's starter next season, Zach Wilson or Trey Lance, Aaron? I'd say Trey Lance because I think Zach Wilson has really burned bridges in New York. And I think there are guys in that locker room who don't want him playing quarterback this – Thursday night, tomorrow night, as they take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Trey Lance, I think, is well-liked in San Francisco. It's just, you know, he's coming off a major injury, and they invested so much in him, I have to feel that he's going to be the quarterback of the 49ers next year. What do you think, Matt? I'm actually going to say Zach Wilson because I think there's so many more options in San Francisco. You could come back with Jimmy again. You could do Brock Purdy if you wanted to, and I think there's – they're going to have success this year, and so are you really going to go after maybe a Super Bowl run and then say, let's just start with somebody else? I think Zach Wilson, just because I think it's going to make more sense in the end for them to keep the train going with, uh, with whoever it is in San Francisco. What's next? Yeah, speaking of highly drafted quarterbacks, who should be the first quarterback selected in April's draft, Matt? <laughs> well, I think I'm going to say a young man named Will Levis from the University of uh, Kentucky. There are three choices for this. It just depends on what you want. Bryce Young is probably the guy that's the most obvious, but he's 5'9", 175, and we've never seen a quarterback succeed at that size. C.J. Stroud, you've got the Ohio State thing, although I think he probably has the most – physical tools and then Will Levis is Josh Allen reincarnated if you believe that that is something that can exist I probably would take Levis but I think you can make a case for either any of them Aaron and I think it'll be a really good debate 
I I have to say Bryce Young just because he has magic in him, and I know ESPN. Do you worry about his size? Can't. Yeah, I do, but it's not like Andrew Luck is sitting there on this list that there's an obvious another choice. And I think you know, down fourteen in the fourth quarter when Bryce Young's the quarterback at Alabama, I still think they're going to win just because of him. So I wouldn't take him in the NFC North, but I think. Like for the New Orleans Saints. But it's going to be know, Houston. Would you do it if you're Houston? Yeah, I'd take Bryce Young. Probably I would. I would. Yeah. And I know the size is a risk. What's next? All right, last one. What college coach would be most likely to make the jump to the NFL this offseason, Aaron? Oh, man. Um, I mean, I would have said David Shaw at Stanford because everyone always wanted him, but now he's retired and gone. Uh, I guess... Let me throw out a name. It might be crazy. What more does Nick Saban have to prove at Alabama? And if the right NFL (laughs) job finally opened, hang on, with the right quarterback, is there any way it's Jim Harbaugh? Jim Harbaugh is probably the answer. But I would tell you, can I tell you who I would hire if I was an NFL team? Yeah, I want to hear this. Lane Kiffin. Give him a, like, like, I know it didn't work out, but that was 15 years ago. And since then, he's led the Alabama offense. He got Nick Saban to completely change the way he does offense now. And he's made Ole Miss a program that's been consistently horrible for 50 years. He's made them good every year. I would actually say Lane Kiffin. Why not? Uh, the experience he had with the Raiders was but miserable. Was a long time ago. It it was, but it was so bad when it ended. I think you had to say to yourself, never again. And also, he can't hold down a job for more than three or four years. Yeah, but that's also the old language. Pete Carroll's first time in the NFL was a disaster, right? And his then it first, was different. His first two times in the NFL exactly. was a And then it was different. People grow up. I mean, you used to be a young whippersnapper, and now you've grown up, and you're, you're one of Cleveland's most favored sons. So I feel like that can happen with Lane Kiffin as well. Bengals wide receiver Jamar Chase, by the way, is going to be on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max tomorrow at 7 a.m. They're waking him up very early, so you owe it to him to get up and listen as well. It's one of the biggest days in college football, so we brought an expert on to tell you what happened. It's National Football Signing Day with Tom Luganbill. That's next here on Canty and Carlin. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? It is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. We are in the mood on the ESPN app, and we're presented by Progressive Insurance. 
That's right. Always in the mood. He's Aaron Goldhammer. I'm Matt Jones. We are joined now by Tom Luganbill. He has, he's ESPN's college football analyst, national recruiting director, and the man who knows everything about a day like today, the early national signing day. And, Tom, I like to look at this stuff in the big picture. Obviously, a lot of people got a good class. Oregon got some flips today. Arch Manning's going to Texas. But I sort of had two major themes, and I want to see if you agree with this. Number one, it feels like today doesn't matter as much as signing days in the past did because of the transfer portal, that there's a lot of immediate help that happens. And then second, I feel like NIL has just changed how all of this works and we're sort of operating on a unique playing field we've never done before. Do you agree with those two sentiments or no? Yes, I absolutely agree uh, with both of those sentiments and, and, and they're both true. They're valid. Um, there's, there's variables involved now that have changed the landscape, changed the way of doing business. Um, you know, prior to even when we had two signing periods, you know, prior to the transfer portal or name, name image and likeness, the day today for the first signing period it had really diminished the second one. I don't think coaches and, and, and people that were involved in that decision really truly realized how many of the kids would actually sign on the first signing period and not wait till February. The first time, I think it was six years ago, over 72% signed, and then it got all the way up to 80%. So um, not surprising there. But the, the transfer portal has changed things because, you know, you used to not be able to just wave a magic wand and fix your football team. And now if you do your homework and you've got the resources both in, you know, uh, status of the university, status of the program, um, name, image, and likeness collectives, you can turn things around really, really quickly. And, and what's happened, the downside to this is that there's limited scholarships. And who does that hurt the most? That hurts the high school senior that's going to yeah. be a freshman because that scholarship is now going to a current college player. Tom, how has Deion Sanders changed the game on a day like today? It may be too early to tell just because he didn't have to come out and make some huge splash. Now, he signed two ESPN 300 prospects in this class that were not committed to him yesterday. He did flip a uh, running back from Notre Dame. Uh, so he's, he's made enough of a splash. But where, where I think you're going to see a big difference with, with him and with that program is we could be having this conversation in May – and be talking about an entirely different Colorado roster because he's got signing day for today. The transfer portal bleeds over for, you know, it's 45 day transfer portal starting on December 5th. Then he's got the second signing day in February. He'll get through winter. He'll get through spring football. And then you're going to have the next transfer portal window. And where he's so good is on social media and his communication skills, living in the world that prospects and players live in they gravitate towards it. And so um, I like the fact that he didn't force things in this cycle, and it's gonna, I, I just think we're going to see a roster in Colorado that will look a lot different in May than the one we see right now. Tom, I want to go back to what you answer in your answer to my first thing, because this is just experience I had, and let me ask you and see if this is an experience that's wider. 
you know, I, I follow Kentucky, and they only took 15 guys today, I think in part yeah. because they're taking so many people in the portal. And there's a right. kid that I know that Kentucky recruited that probably five years ago would have signed with Kentucky and would have developed there. Kentucky, I think, didn't have an offer from him. He ended up going to a Mac school, and I think this is an SEC talent kid that ends up at a Mac school because of scholarship things. Are we going to see that? Are we going to see in their first couple years, because of what you said of older guys taking scholarships, players who in years past would have gone to an SEC Big Ten school and kind of waited their turn, now going to a MAC school, a Sunbelt school, and potentially playing earlier, and some talent going to schools that normally wouldn't see it? We absolutely are. And then what's going to happen is if that player ends up being as advertised, He'll then they go to the SEC. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. See, and and so and 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 so it, it's a challenge, obviously, and it's frustrating for you know if you're a coach at App State or Coastal Carolina or Fresno or Boise, some of these top tier Group of Five programs, and you've gone out and and you've done the hard part, right? Because you have to really project with Group of Five level players. You're not getting in many many instances a college ready play right away guy, and then all of a sudden you develop that guy for two two and a half three years. He hasn't redshirted. So he goes in the portal, he's got a redshirt year and two years of eligibility remaining. And, and that's obviously frustrating. But, yes, I think we will see that. Um, a lot of it will not be by choice. And, I, you know, I tell parents, uh, you know, uh, I talk with kids all the time. I said, listen, you better cherish the privilege that is a scholarship offer more so now than ever before. Because unless you've got multiple committable high school offers, there are not going to be as many offers that are going to be floated out there by programs because they're going to use that scholarship on a current college player. So if you've got one, don't mess around. Tom Luganbill is with us, ESPN College Football Analyst and National Recruiting Director. Tom, if I made you the czar of college football and you could make one change to the current NIL system, what do you think we need the most? We need to eventually get to a collective bargaining system amongst the players in the university so we can get some rules and some guidelines and some enforceable policing as it relates to name, image, and likeness, how it's being utilized, and the transfer portal, and the tampering, and all of these sorts of things. Because right now there's no recourse for anybody. Right now there's virtually no, no penalties because you can't police it, you can't enforce it, and there's no rules. And so if we, want to, if we want to get to a place where we don't end up in court, so we're protecting player rights, but at the same time, we're protecting the university and the program's rights, eventually we are going to go down the path of, of collective bargaining. And then you'll start to see markets correct, and you'll, you'll start to see very, very stringent rules, and the penalties for those rules will be so severe that you won't dare cross them. Right now, we have the exact opposite, and it's why these coaches are pulling their hair out, particularly on the tampering front. Okay. I, I agree with everything you say. I think there should be rules, Tom. But I also think a lot of the complaining is, not, is, is coaches whining about things that they don't want enforced on them and forced on players. They're upset that <laughs> players can leave immediately, and, you know, Dion leaves right after his thing. And all these guys, they all leave. Yeah. I mean, Satterfield leaves, and he ends up coaching against the other team he just was, was for. Yeah. But I also think a lot of the talk about money is exaggerated. Again, I only know it on the local level, but I hear these huge sums of money talked about, and then when I yeah, hear I what the you. players are actually making, it's not what people say. Do you think most of these money sums, like Narduzzi put out there, are not real? 
I, I think some of them aren't real. I think some of them are because not all programs are created equal. And we all know that the, the most expansive, most broad, most heavily resourced programs in, the, in America, and there's not a lot of them, all right, there's seven to ten of them, are always going to have greater resources to spend if they want to from an NIL perspective. And, and others will not be able to compete. They just won't be able to compete. And so are some of the numbers exaggerated? Absolutely. Are some of the numbers based off of somebody who is a proven commodity, a guy like a Drake May who's going to be a top five pick? Is there somebody out there that not only could pay that but would pay that? Absolutely. So you think there, he there, did get offered no $5 million? You do think he got offered wouldn't, $5 million? Wouldn't surprise me one bit. Okay. Wouldn't surprise me one bit. That guy's a future top five pick. Um, I had them twice this year. He is really, really good. And that's how out of hand. And I'm not, maybe it wasn't five. Maybe it's three. Maybe it's two. Um, but that guy's, that's the world we're living in now is you start to perform. And that's the other thing about all this is NIL needs to be based on one thing, performance, because you don't have name, image, and likeness value if you don't perform. You know, we're talking about throwing around all this money with high school prospects. Heck, 60% of them are going to be busts. Yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 you know, at least with the college guy, if the guy's played a lot, you at least know that what your investment is might get some sort of return. Tom Luganbill, ESPN College Football Analyst and Recruiting Director. Great stuff. Thank you very much for your time. You bet. Thanks for having me. Kenny and Carlin on ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive, Aaron, I don't think you knew this, but it makes bundling easy and affordable. I tried to ask you, and you had no idea. So that's why I need you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Say that again? Look, follow me. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You thought it was hard and expensive, and you were wrong. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, your RV, your boat, your ATV, and more. My motorcycle is covered, thanks to Progressive. All your protection in one place, bundle and save at Progressive.com. There's a major question looming for the best team in pro football, and it's not where they're going to get their motorcycle coverage. We'll tell you what it is next on ESPN Radio. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Yo, check this out from Canty and Carlin. I don't think a lot of America is doing what I'm doing right now on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, and that's watching this exciting George Mason Old Dominion college basketball game on ESPN+. At any given moment on ESPN+, by the way, during the holidays, there's a college basketball game. And Aaron Goldhammer is with me, Matt Jones, and it's 75-73 with 36 seconds left. 
George Mason and Old Dominion. If I gave whoa, you the – Whoa, whoa, hold on. Let me switch my – I'm watching PTI right now with uh, Tony and Mike. No so offense. On, I me... like Tony and Wilbon, but that's not George Mason, Old Dominion. When I say Old Dominion as a college, what is the thing – what do you think of – George Mason, you clearly think of their final four run. Yes. But what do you think of when you think of Old Dominion? Great question. I There's something, and I can't think of what it All is. All right, 888-SAY-ESPN. I feel like there's something, too. Quickly, just call in on the Dr. Pepper line. 888-SAY-ESPN. What is it that I, I should know about Old Dominion? Because I'm with you, Aaron. There's something about Old Dominion that has happened in history, and I can't think of what it is. They've played a couple of, like, crazy comeback football games over the last few years, and then I think there was a game they played Oklahoma – but it was on like that weird Oklahoma network that you have to subscribe. <laughs> There's an to. Oklahoma network, and and I yeah, and I I remember I paid to watch. You just paid. It was you paid to watch an Oklahoma football game. I think so. I might be thinking about another school, but I tell you what, I I actually thought of one thing, and somebody will give me a better one. Do you remember when Adam Sandler was Opera Man? Do you remember that when he of would course. go Opera of Man? Course. Bye bye. You know that on, a, on Saturday Night Live. On yep. Saturday Night Live, I think one of his songs. He sang about Old Dominion. He did a preview of the NCAA tournament, and Old Dominion was in it, and I think he he sang it as Opera Man. Oh, I just Googled it, and I know what you should know Old Dominion for. What is it? I don't mean to spoil it. Triple H, say ESPN. Justin Verlander went to Old Dominion. That's not what I was thinking of. I don't care about it. I mean, Justin Verlander. You think I watched Old Dominion baseball? When would I have watched that? I, I I mean I just I googled Old Dominion alumni Kent Bazemore. You're watching Kent Bazemore. I actually did watch Kent Bazemore play over Justin Verlander. I can tell you that. I mean, all right, other... what's our what's our Old Dominion fact? Eight 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 say ESPN. While you all are calling in, because I know you're going to burn up the lines with your Old Dominion takes. Jalen Hurts. He has sprained his shoulder. And there's some talk about whether or not he will play this week. He was asked in a press conference about his availability coming into this week. It's a it's a it's a week where we're keeping everything business as usual. Um, I know we're playing a really good team, a really good opponent, and doing everything we can on a short week uh, to be at at full full health. So from your perspective, do you think you have a chance to play on Saturday? Definitely a chance. Um, taking it day by day, though, you know, I, everybody knows that I'm dealing with something. I think that's pretty public. It's out there. Um, I'm not one to really talk about myself. You know, obviously being a quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, you you can't run from that, you know. But um, I'm taking everything one day at a time with it and um, preparing versus a really good defense. He doesn't like to talk about himself, but he has to when the topic is his injury. They play the Cowboys. If you were the Eagles, would you push it at all for Jalen Hurts? Because if they win this week, they've clinched home field advantage through the entire playoffs, and you could yeah, argue he might not yeah. play for another month. I, I would not. I think that their status as the number one seed, regardless of the outcome Saturday against the Cowboys, is not in question. Okay. I think they can win that game with Gardner Minshew as their I quarterback. I yeah. think he's a – this is a weird topic, but I think he's like a top seven backup QB in the NFL. You look totally at some agree. of these teams, and you don't even know who their backup quarterback is. Gardner Minshew's won games. Like, he's brought teams back in the fourth quarter of games before to win. So I think that factors into it. I would, however, though, Matt, think that when Hurts is healthier – 
I think you want to get him some action before you then take that bye week and go into the divisional playoff game. I don't think you want to go into that game with him on a five-week layoff. That's a disaster waiting to happen. I agree with that. You can't sit out five straight weeks and then just expect to come in and play well. But I think you hit why I might not play him, which is that Gardner Minshew is really good. I mean, like, I I think he is, you say top seven. How how many backups would you take over Gardner Minshew today in the NFL? I mean, Jacoby Brissett played well for the Browns. I'd take Gardner Minshew. You would? Yes. I think that's pretty close. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo was a backup quarterback coming into the season. Can I count him? No, because he played, and he should have been the starter. He only wasn't the starter for silliness reasons. I mean, the Jets quarterback situation, they have maybe maybe all kind of about – But they're all three mediocre. But I I think Mike – I would rather have Mike Mike White play for my team than I would Gardner Minshew. See? Well, okay. I I think I would take Gardner Minshew. But not by a mile. Not by a mile. Uh, What about Nick Foles is playing this week for the Colts? You know what's funny about you saying that? I didn't know Nick Foles played for the Colts until they said that he would. Because, I mean, they had already benched Matt Ryan once and did not play Nick Foles. So I had no idea. He was the third string on that team. But uh, but I think that was the right decision to make. Teddy if, Bridgewater or, or – Okay, Gardner I'll take Teddy Bridgewater. I'd take Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater, I think, is the number one that you've told me uh, at this point. Now, we asked you all to burn up the phone lines with Old Dominion calls – did we get an Old Dominion call, uh, Evan? Evan, any it's, Old Dominion calls? It sounds like he's screening Old Dominion sa- calls. Maybe it sounds like there's so many Old Dominion calls, he doesn't know which one to That's take. It. That's it, exactly, Matt. He's on the phone right now uh, wheeling well, through all these calls. Well, just put one on. Just put an Old time. Dominion call on. Well, it's got to be just, a good one. Let's go for it. Who is it? Dave. Dave is in Mississippi. What do I know, need to know about Old Dominion? Dave? I'm one of those uh, Stone Age guys, man. I grew up in the 70s, and uh, it was uh, Nancy Lieberman, man. Nancy Lieberman. Yes, Old Dominion used to have the jerseys where they were full shirts in yes. the women's. That's yes. a good call. Look at this. I knew we would come through. Thank you. If you... 888-SAY-ESPN. If you have another Old Dominion, they're down by one to George Mason. We'll let you know who wins next here on Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Check out Candy and Carlin weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus.